Hello and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me today is Lucas. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing good. Uh, Lucas was on one of the many lost episode episode 95 that we had. Uh, so this is attempt two to record with Lucas. Um, how, how have things been in the couple weeks since we've last chatted? Um, things have been pretty good. I've, uh, I've been experimenting with different lists, uh, which is different for me because usually I stick with a list for like 60 games. Uh, and, uh, so it's been a lot of fun to, uh, th- just do play different versions of this game. Yeah. I, I have a bad habit of playing a different list every week. <laughs> So yeah, uh, for those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Um, all right, yeah, I'm I'm Lucas. I uh, this is my first competitive tabletop game, and I joined. I started playing in April of last year, so about a year and a half in, and uh, and I uh, I joined. I've played three leagues. Uh, last season, I was in season eight. I was the finalist. Uh, the runner-up, and running Malekith and a bunch of criminals. And this season I got stomped uh, in the East bracket and uh, didn't make it in. But I've been playing uh, I've been playing MCP quite a bit, and uh, I enjoy it tremendously. Yeah. It is a very good game, uh, even when you get stomped. So, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I just, uh, it's really fun when, uh, I just can't help but laugh every time, regardless of if it's my dice or my opponent's dice, when they just get, like, this ridiculously bonkers roll, yeah. uh, that completely, like, pivots, like, uh, the, who's winning the game, uh, it's just, it's just a lot of fun, uh, to experience those things, and just, like, the silly mechanics, um, that uh that can like especially when they like can push characters around and and just like things all of a sudden the board state is like completely mixed up uh just from like one or two interactions in the game it just uh it's really cool how just like all these things can happen in the game and uh um and things can change so quickly it's really it's a it's a really i'm just i just like this game system a lot i love this game system a lot so yeah uh, now I must ask you the hardest question uh, in, uh, in this week's episode. Who not in Marvel Crisis Protocol do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol? Okay, yeah, I think... Um, so I've been playing... I played a Malekith a lot uh, in, during the League games. And uh, and he's uh, taken a bit of a, a, a... He's been neutered a little bit. Um, the cat has, and uh, <laughs> and so I'm I'm hoping that there's another a big bad uh, in Cabal coming in the future, and uh, I would say that the one I'd be most excited for would be Doctor Doom. That would be really cool. Yes. Um. So I've mentioned this hot take before, but it's still I think a spicy take. I don't think uh they should be designing uh seven or eight threat characters. I think they always end up either feeling too overpowered or not powerful enough. There is no sweet spot for them that doesn't warp the game. Yeah, I, um, it's, 
it is very drastic uh when you have those characters they um i just think in my mind like they could have like um maybe they could have condensed the power gap between characters in terms of threat level and, and how much what they can do on a turn uh so that you can maybe yeah maybe it goes to 6 and then those characters still feel strong um it's it's weird differentiating uh, the power gap between like hulk uh and like and like thanos and hulk and malkith it's just like um couldn't you have just put them as all sixes and put them and made them all relatively similar uh, yeah, yeah but it's it's i can understand that it um the difficulty level in creating characters that cost so much to bring to the table because they have to really carry the weight of like two or three equivalent character like characters six active six actions uh in condensed into two and not easily swing in one way uh bad or swing amazing yeah so yeah that that is my hot take but i do dr doom is a big popular one i am interested in him only because i hope he brings alongside victorious which is his uh, yeah. top general I'm uh, I am unfamiliar with like <laughs> the comics, so like I only know the movies, and so I'm I would never be able to point out any character beyond like the ones I've seen on the TV. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have some comic book knowledge, but not amazing. I've uh, on the comic end, I've always been more of a DC person. Um, because DC, and this is for both comics and movies, always take big swings. Sometimes they swing and miss massively, but they take the big swing. Yeah, I can I can see that. I I appreciate the effort. Is is real is what I see. Uh, the effort. Um, at least they're trying. <laughs> I mean, that's just like from the movie the movie side of it. I'm saying that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the comics, but uh, yeah, like I appreciate that Marvel has a competitor, uh, and if they get better, it means everyone will get better because. Uh, They'll need to make better content to be the best competitor in the market. Yeah. It's Marvel sometimes plays it too safe for me. <laughs> they have, their movies have felt pretty similar uh lately. Uh we gotta make sure we get the the comedy licks in and and uh there haven't been too many like they haven't felt too different. I haven't seen the new Black Panther yet, but uh It's um, interesting. Yeah. I I will at some point do a bonus episode on uh the black new Black Panther movie. Uh, I need to formulate some thoughts, and I'm waiting for someone to respond to me who I think has some interesting ideas about it. So, uh, that is a thing. Hopefully, that will get on the schedule soon. Um, but we shall see. Uh, nice. But yeah, there's there's a lot of interesting characteristics, even if you're going into the TV movies that we haven't touched yet. I, yeah. I'm still surprised we haven't gone to Phil Coulson in the Shield Wave. Mm, oh uh, yeah, there's a and like the Maria Hill would and uh, would be cool too. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's a, there's a few characters. Quake. That, like yeah, and like Spider Foes too. Uh, I mean, like that's like with uh with Electro and um, who else was there? I mean, the Vulture. Mm -hmm. There's a few uh, characters that I, at least I know, that are not in the, in the game yet, and and then there's sometimes it's it's uh, interesting to me. It's like how there's some characters that come out that I've never heard of, and and uh, 
it's like, well, why wouldn't they just put out like the popular characters first? Um, but uh, they they have their they have their ways, I'm sure. It's so why you don't put all the popular characters out at first, and then you want to trickle them out so because they will be your big money makers, and they can support the release of smaller characters who may have smaller audiences, but those smaller audiences will really love them. Yeah, I I can see people like returning to the game every few months when like a a character that they like like is released or launched or mm-hmm. so I, I I totally can see that maybe but maybe we're just like they're just it's the whims of chaos and they're just putting out whatever they want and then we're totally overthinking it. Mm-hmm. So yes, uh, now then, who did you bring for us to talk about today? Okay, I brought a three threat, well rounded character. Uh, her name is Valkyrie. She does not get a lot of play. Yeah, I, uh, I don't really see her too much. Uh, I mean, she got a lot of play when, uh, a long time ago, before my time. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the, the first generations of players, uh, first generation players, uh, played her quite a bit in, uh, in Asgardless. Um, but yeah, like right now in the meta, she doesn't, um, she's not very prominent. Yes. Uh, but I still think she's very good despite her nerfs. Yeah, though, what was so the nerf was uh, she went to a three threat, a three cost throw, um, and then she had the wild. Uh, it was a wild flurry trigger on her spender. Now it's a crit wild. It was, yes. Is that it? Yes, I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah, the uh, I think that Valkyrie is has she's got so much. Uh, she's got a lot of great things going for her. She's got a throw, uh, size two throw, which is like eighty something percent characters in the game. Um, that she can, she's only one power away a turn from using, and she's got a charge she can use every turn, and and she's got Warrior of Legend two two th- like the which is, uh, which is a great uh way to use your extra power you've got on her. Mm-hmm. And so she's uh, so she's just got uh such a great kit um and. So she can really fit in really anywhere. Uh, she can hit the. She can attack the midboard with because of the charge, and mm-hmm. uh, and so I I think there's just a few things that like would help really uh, um, make her play uh, make her play a little better and uh, um, outside of her affiliations. Yes. So we will obviously not be playing her in A Force, Asgard, or Defenders because she's affiliated in all of those places. Uh, so, are there any places that jump out to you immediately? Uh, yeah, um, there is one. I think, like, when I see Valkyrie and I'm like, what's missing on this character? Um, what I, what I see is I see she's a little fragile. She's like an average three threat character in terms of, like, stamina and, uh, and, uh, defense. And... So I think she just needs a little bit of uh, help with keeping her alive. She wants she wants to clap back hard, and she wants to ideally do it at least once when she's healthy and once when she's injured. So I think a team that can help keep her alive would be Asgard. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I mean that would help, but uh, but uh, it would be Magneto's Brotherhood is what I think of because of the magnetic refraction that can grant uh, can grant cover. So yes, okay, that that is a good pull. Um, I kind of went in a different direction. Of what do you think? 
accentuating the power that she already has, there is a build of Criminal Syndicate that I, of uh, Shadowlands Diablo Criminal Syndicate that I've been working on that is attack the midline. So if they ever, oh, have, I like that. If they, it's all characters who can turn one, both move to a C objective, the midline objectives, yep. and make an attack that turn. And Valkyrie fits that bill perfectly. Yeah, I see that. I see that. I like that. Uh, I like that. Uh, why don't Why don't we build that? Because <laughs> I, because I am, uh, I've, uh, I'm not sure. I've played Brotherhood only a little bit, and I've played uh, Daredevil. Are you talking about a Daredevil list? Sounds yes. like an uh, attrition. Uh-huh. I've played Daredevil a lot, so I think we should. Uh, I think we should build a Criminal Syndicate Shadowlands Valkyrie list. That sounds great to me. Okay, I do want to bring up a couple other affiliations in the meantime, okay. just because, as, as I like to say, we like to go through the options here, just because then someone else may be sparked in a different direction than us. Yeah, totally fair. Um, and uh, the next one, because we were talking about uh, one of the other benefits of uh, Magneto's Brotherhood is that power generation. Um. That allows her to do her throw every turn. Um, another affiliation that allows you to do that is uh, Inhumans, in a way. <laughs> yeah, the um, Inhumans. I yeah, I think about that too. She can. The great thing about it is that she can give away a power and then still interact with the scenario. Mm-hmm. And so she doesn't need if you if you're looking at a game where you the charge isn't available or maybe you need to send somebody up to pick up an objective like a cube or something or uh, like a your home cube and there's no one sitting on a C on the on the C on the midline you could just sap a power from Valkyrie fuel Medusa or another inhuman and and then have Valkyrie pick up a spider or a cube or something like that um and then a classic one that I want to talk about that we just don't see anymore let's go cabal Oh yeah, yeah. She's gonna. She wants to attack. She wants to attack twice a turn, and uh, she wants to. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and she does. Um, uh, getting that one damage through, basic automatically or with a strike automatically fuels the next warrior of legend attack because you're getting one power for the damage and one power for the the leadership. Exactly. So yeah, so it's uh, just a more consistent way to to make those attacks. Uh, to juice up those attacks. Um, and then, uh, bu- 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 I had, uh, Guardians, everyone's getting to Guardians. It's kind of a boring thing, but always bring it up, you know? Yeah, uh, the re-roll triggers the, f- I mean, yeah, it's, it's pretty straightforward there, too. The re-roll triggers the, uh, the flurry on the spender more often. Um, you can re-roll to get, maybe if you get a crappy roll, you can re-roll and maybe you'll hit a wild which would convert zero hits into two hits if you have the blanks and defense rolls. Yeah, I mean, Guardian just makes everyone better, uh, don't they, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and then I want to bring up an interesting one, because while she does not directly benefit from the leadership, uh, she does kind of feed into the leadership. Uh, and that's Weapon X. Okay, so I I am I'm familiar with Weapon X. You're gonna have to let me know what what you're thinking okay. there. So, uh, Weapon X is uh has a leadership that is whenever a Weapon X character gets targeted by an attack, you may 
uh, it's on a Texas card. Let me clarify that. And it starts with three memory on it. Uh, whenever a Weapon X character gets targeted for an attack, you may remove a memory from this character. Uh, if you if you do, uh, it gains two defense dice. Then, after the attack is resolved, if no damage was suffered as a result of the attack, the ally character may advance short towards the attacking character. So that is an internal to Weapon X thing. But Weapon X are a very, like, aggressive, fighty team. And then it yeah. has this line of text of, additionally, when an ally character is dazed or KO'd by an enemy effect, this character gains a memory token. So you regen uh, memory by having characters get dazed or KO'd. Valkyrie is a, like, dive the back line, take out someone, is, is very much a character of making trades at times, of like, hey, I know my Valkyrie is going to die, but she takes someone down with her. Yeah, yes. I totally see that. I can, I can see that. I can see how she fits the play style uh, of Weapon X, where they just want to, like, get in your face mm-hmm. and just swing. Yeah. So... That that is an interesting one. I don't know if it's good because I haven't. I don't have my weapon Xboxes yet, so I don't know how good how they feel. But I think she would be an interesting inclusion in Weapon X list just because she wants to dive so much. <laughs> yeah, I I see that. I see that, and and I'm seeing why like uh why your your concept you've come up with with the the aggressive midline attack with Shadowlands like I can see her the same kind of thing there where she wants to get in the action right away, get two attacks every turn, and just live as long as possible, but maybe not the whole game. Mm-hmm. And then, to your point of the uh, uh, giving her defensive options, let's talk about Winter God. Yeah, so she, what, she gets to she gets to take off conditions, and then she gets, she'll stay on the point. Um, so there's the anti-control if she gets pushed. But she's got uh, I'm the defense. I guess I'm seeing uh, Crimson Dynamo with yeah. his uh, defensive tech, and then the, we've got the body comrades keeper tactic yep. card to to keep her alive. So yeah, I, I think uh, I was thinking that was one option I was thinking of, but I I felt like she the, they feel like they have got uh, they've got their tanky options like, and they're all a little tankier, and then she's like not. Yeah. So she would have to be like sucking the power of these characters. Um, to stay alive. Uh, so I, I was, I was worried that like she would, she would like be absorbing all of their superpowers. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I'm not sure if that was what they wanted. Mm-hmm. And then the other one I want to kind of bring up is she can, not as well as before the change, but she is still a very solid control tool in something like a Steve Rogers Avengers. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, Steve makes everyone better. Like, Steve just, like, makes, uh, obviously not everyone, but, like, most characters just, like, uh, so, so, uh, the tempo on them, so strong. Like, you can always do everything you want to do on your turn, it feels like. And I've been playing a lot of uh, Steve lately, and uh, and I just felt like I wanted to, like, I did, I don't know if I want to, like, uh, put her in a list uh, with like the most popular leader in the game, <laughs> <laughs> that is a hundred percent fair. But again, I always I want to bring it up. Yeah, there of is course. a person who has just forgotten about who loves Avengers and has forgotten the Valkyrie, and will go, "Oh yeah, yeah." One power, one power. Uh, 
two power throw. So I guess like the if I was putting her in Steve, I would be putting I would basically be using her to move twice and throw. And then when you've got the uh and then just you get that one big turn with her where she gets to just spend like ten power and do like her spender plus um her throw plus her uh, her dice conversion ability. I forget what it was yeah. called. Uh, Warrior yeah. of Legend. Warrior of Legend. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I can. Uh, I she she'd be great under Steve too. Yep. So yeah, uh, but it seems like the one you came to pretty quickly was that Criminal Syndicate list. Yeah, I uh, I've been playing I've been playing her in a few games and I've played a ton of Daredevil, but I totally see what your. Uh, what like in my mind i'm already like kind of seeing understanding what you're going for here with daredevil i've played a i've played a lot of the daredevil lists before malekith came out mm-hmm. and uh and it was always a lot of fun i just like <laughs> dazing and KOing characters uh on the other side of the board is always just like just it's such a great feeling <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh and so that's um if you're looking to do that then shadowlands is a is a great uh it's a very fun team to play yeah so the the first person i follow up shadowlands daredevil with in this list is actually craven the hunter <laughs> i mean he's affiliated so of course uh yeah. that, that that makes uh let's see here so he's got a he's got a range three right so he can yeah. at least he can move and then hit the he can move and then hit one of the midline objectives if the character that you're facing or opposite to has decided to stay on the midline. So, yep. um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And uh, does he, he get a, does he get a move off of that or no? Yes. Not unless he so always. So if this character has advanced yes. or been placed during this oh, activation, yeah. nice. he gets a medium off of it. Yeah. So I like, I like what you're saying. Cause you're saying that both the Valkyrie and Craven can, and, oh, and Shadowlands Daredevil uh-huh. can all move. Uh, get an attack off and get onto the midline where the ideally where the secures are or the, that's the thinking behind it. Yeah. So I, I whereas a po- whereas you look at like Hood and Hood's stuck um, back in his his side of the board if he decides to do an attack. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, that makes that I like that. Then the controversial pick, but the one I always love playing because she always does me right and does fit the same is Electra. <laughs> okay, so I was doing a lot of thinking on Electra and Daredevil together, and like, how do we like, how do we optimize this? And uh, I don't know if there's a way. <laughs> um, uh, Electra, all right, so so you have, you're gonna have to convince me on Electra. So it, she's another character that can make the midline on yes. uh, the first turn because uh, range three. So she moves up once, has a range three five dice pierce bleed. Uh, Wild Pierce Mystic Attack. Fantastic. Uh, yes, it's a great attack. Also, summons out the ninjas if you got rid of them early in the yep. turn by picking up Which a... Ex- yep. And then as long as she deals one damage to get her automatic power, uh, she can assassin step afterwards. Yes. On to the point. Yeah, I and then and she has stealth, so she's like kind of protected against other characters. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, <laughs> and then you have the inherent advantage of your opponent not remembering all of the things she can do. <laughs> and, okay, she's really solid into Malekith. Her spender is great into Malekith. Yeah, I, I've, uh, I've, I have a friend that, that ran Electra as a anti-Malekith. Like, obviously it doesn't do the job on, on her own, 
but like uh when when she can get that spender into him it could just evaporate his uh his I, health i've one shot a healthy malekith with it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean the math i mean the math adds up there it's yeah. uh it's pretty strong you just have to get lucky on your on your roll but uh you can definitely do that yeah because the opponent can't turn dice into crits uh, yeah and it's e- even easier now that the leadership will let us re- re-roll into Malekith. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you're if you're not range one to do the spender, you can uh, you can get there uh, with uh, with your first attack. Then there was a throwing knives. Yeah, ancient throwing blades. And uh, and then you can probably get the damage through because you can get a re you get a reroll off that if you're playing Shadowlands and Malekith's on the objective. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then so you're probably getting the damage through to then be able to spend the power to assassins leap in and then and then get the spender off. Yeah, and then she also has uh, more defensive ability of martial power, so they have to be really careful about their positioning to be inside three but outside two if they want to go into a. Yeah, I've played uh, I've played quite a bit of Mystique with uh, under Malekith, and um, that's the trick. That's like. The best character, the best players that I play against, always find a way to get outside of two of Mystique's martial uh, martial artist. So you, uh, but then you can you can position your characters in a way to make that as hard as possible. Mm-hmm. But also, since we are playing C secures, uh, you can position it where, in order to be outside of that two, they cannot be on the on the very few objectives we have. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so they they either need to um, avoid the martial prowess by being off the objective, or um, or they're going to be potentially taking two damage mm-hmm. if they uh, if they don't roll well. Mm-hmm. I I still love playing Electra in uh, Winter God because she is surprisingly survivable, um, especially when you do martial prowess plus defensive matrix. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's a nice combo. I like that. It really, uh, <laughs> it can really. That's great. <laughs> um, it can really mess with, uh, and it may, it might even make them so scared they don't even attack her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then and then you're really you're she's really survivable when she's not getting attacked. So I, I like that. It's cool. And also, she still get if you deal damage with martial powers, you gain power. Yeah, I mean, you know, the uh, I mean, we can if we're uh, splashing characters, uh, we can definitely uh, crimson dynamo. Uh, I mean, you can get the combo off in Shadowlands if we, oh, yeah. if we really wanted to. But uh, yeah, that's uh, so uh, that's a cool pick. The one that I have been consistently splashing in this list, though, is uh, where is he? The new Captain America, Steve Rogers, Captain America, aggressive Steve. Okay. Uh, so he needs two power to get a free medium move. Uh, how does he, or like, what you're thinking there? He's he's not hitting the midline and getting attack off, or no, is he? He. So it is. He is the least consistent on it, but <laughs> yeah. he is like Electro, where you move up one, you can attack the midline, oh, yeah. you get the weevil from the criminal syndicate, and you gain at least one power, and then you can on your left onto the point. Mm, I see. Five dice with a reroll ideally gets you uh, gets you the power. Yeah, that's and, cool. And yeah, you yeah. can maybe even reroll into that flurry. 
Yeah, that's yeah. I see. Yeah, the you've got five dice. I mean, that's tricky. Five dice and reroll. It might get you. It's just like you don't rely on that. But no, you don't. It's always like a free bonus. It's a free attack. Uh, yeah, I I see. I see that now. I didn't. I didn't realize. I didn't think to use it. Use on your left after you've done your um, midline attack. But yeah, I now I get it. Yeah, cause you can reach it because it's a range three attack. <laughs> yeah. When I when I see Steve uh, Steve Rogers Captain America Steve Rogers, <laughs> I, I think man, he'd be, yeah, I'd be like man, he'd be great under Steve Rogers Captain America or <laughs> Captain America Steve Rogers. <laughs> but it's like ah, oh, every time it's like ah, oh, he's I can't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's one that I I've consistently played in the list and has done me good. Also, oh boy, uh, does his spender do stuff? Yeah, I haven't, uh, I'd have to read the card again. What does it say? So it's range two, seven dice for three power. Okay, not bad already. Wild, size three, throw medium. All right. Wild hit, stun and slow. Yeah, that's just brutal. Because now they <laughs> they have to spend prob- maybe two, a- two actions just getting back to where they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, um, ouch. That would, uh, that'd be debilitating. Uh-huh. So, yeah, no, and he still has vibranium shielding to give himself some defensive tack. Um, and when you really need it, you have I've Knocked Out Tyrants Over 200 Times, which is his re-roll any on attack for three power, but it's the reactive during modified dice steps, so you get to see your initial roll first. Right, see, so I've Knocked Over... Yeah, so you get to pay when you want to during modified dice step, and uh, any number. Wow, so it's like if you if you like ro- roll, I don't like bullies, and you need the wild hit yeah. to get give them slow and stun, and you don't get the hit. You just like can can probably get it if you roll a lot if you pay that power and lock it in. Yeah. So that, yeah, I see that. <laughs> he is a real fun character, but he's very different from normal Steve. So people aren't quite grokking him. I don't think. Yeah. I, I like I like how um, you he's on your left makes you cover much more distance than a lot of other characters. It's uh it's really cool. So yeah, I, I've talked a bunch because I I've actually played this list. Is there anyone that jumps out to you as someone you want to bring up for this? Uh, so I um so there's a couple characters that I um. I played a lot with Shadowlands Daredevil, and they're, um, I mean, okay, so I think there's an obvious pick here that's like, he's like half an affiliation, <laughs> and that's, um, although he doesn't fit with your, the game plan, um, he, uh, he is just, it, like, he's absurd in this list, and that's uh, Winter Soldier, so I think that, uh, I think that he's just definitely a consideration. And he might actually be fit in the list. I would have to do the math. Uh but on a medium based character like uh <laughs> you might be able to walk up, do your range five, get the power to then hydro tactics onto a point, maybe? Yeah. There but there's another ninjas. Um I I haven't done the math, but I think just like um you're gonna if you're having Electro Daredevil in this list and you get a free action basically to to uh to 
pass an objective to a character and that objective happens to be a hammer and Bucky's on your side of the board, <laughs> um, I think there's like a clear right answer uh, yeah. to what you want to do with that hammer. Um, and, and uh, but yeah, I think there's another character that's um, I, I just remembered uh, and I think he fits the list um, and he's brand new. And that's uh, that's Wolverine. Am I am I like yep. Logan the Wolverine? Am I correct in saying that he can get to the midline? Let's uh, see. X slash after the attack is resolved, place this character within one of the target characters. Yeah, I, he can. This is yeah. This is the character that I've I've been like, oh, if I go back into Shadowlands, I'm playing Logan because he gets five dice. He gets a five dice wild pierce. He gets to play. He gets to place within one, so he's basically always getting in a couple of attacks a turn. And the awesome part is that he can re-roll two dice if he is outside of three of the rest of his team. And so stacking, he's at five dice with a two dice re-roll. And I played Baron Zemo a lot, and and what often happened was he gets skull locked on his re-roll, yeah. and that's always a bummer. But with Shadowlands Daredevil, you get five dice and you get skull locked. It's like, oh, and then you just re-roll that skull. Maybe it hits, but maybe it just gets a blank or a shield. And then, boom, you can now use on the hunt re-roll. And you're, you're like, with Zemo, I experienced a lot of five out of five successes. Um, and just punching through so much damage. And I think Logan would be able to do the same. I really think Logan would be, uh, would be is a great option here. So let me pitch something to you because uh, the... There are a couple characters that sort of fit this theme uh, that are all together in an affiliation. <laughs> uh, all right, let's hear it. Do you want to dual affiliate into Weapon X? <laughs> um, with Valkyrie? Yeah, I mean, that sounds, uh, sounds, uh, that sounds like something I would do. <laughs> uh -huh. Because uh, you yeah. also have X-23, who, while doesn't innately get onto the line by herself if you have no matter the cost. Right. That's a very popular opening with her. Yeah. Onto that middle line and she is scary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, X-23 is just absolutely brutal. Five dice. Like, and she's even, she's brutal under both. Of, I would imagine both affiliations. Like she's yeah. affiliated. She could be a leader weapon X. And then you got Shadowlands Daredevil, which like I just said about skull locks, she's got that in, in innate the innate reroll. Mm -hmm. And so unlocking that reroll, if you've sculled out uh, is, is just so awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I think she'd be great under both under either leadership. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm seeing all this and this is all sounding awesome to me. Um, and then you have, while doesn't make the attack first turn, makes all of your other, uh, attacks turn one very scary, is Honey Badger. Yeah, the, uh, the incinerate-like power. Ankle Biter. Yeah. yeah, Ankle Biter lets you stack, incinerate on them as well, mm -hmm. is, uh, is, is, pretty ruthless a character like when i am in a situation like that um i my character just feels like they have got no dice mm -hmm. <laughs> they might as well have no dice because uh they're they just have they just evaporate and the threat of honey badger is just really frustrating to deal with too just like knowing that your character is going to be evaporated and even if you try to fight back it just means x23 
gets closer to you and and uh or the or honey badger like if you attack x23 now honey badger is just going to be in your face uh it's a uh, it is um a very tricky combo to play against yeah so yeah i like i can and and of course when you're uh, getting those you're getting the rerolls offensively and then you're lowering lowering their defense it just means all of your your characters are just punching uh way uh way above their normal threat level yeah and then doesn't fit the theme at all but i think it's still very good in shadowlands daredevil and in weapon x and that's domino yeah, Domino being affiliated, Domino having a rapid fire and incinerate. <laughs> it sounds like she's got like everything we would uh um we would the want. Movement. <laughs> Except the movement, yeah. So she's uh yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. She's a very powerful character, so I mean, I'd be willing to look past that. <laughs> and the or the other option, uh because he's also very scary, doesn't get the turn one midline, but once he's there, he is terrifying, is Apex Predator. Yeah, I just played against an Apex Predator, and he uh, uh, he just he rocked two of my characters from basically full health to nothing, um, and that was uh, brutal. Yeah. Um, but when, when, he ha- when he has the power, oh my gosh, that guy is a monster. Mm-hmm. And he is. We also are kind of slightly playing Pierce Tribal. <laughs> yeah, let's see here. Yeah, so Apex Predator, Wolverine, Domino X twenty three, Electra. <laughs> yeah, this. Uh, I see here. It's a tight. It's a tight ten uh, at this point. If we're trying to, if we're trying to get both affiliations in here. <laughs> Um, and squeeze an Electra. <laughs> well, she is in yeah. one of the affiliations. Yeah, that is fair. That is totally fair. The uh, all right. Um, so Valkyrie. So the thing with building a list uh, with Valkyrie is that she's never going to be like the she'll. Uh, she's not the piece you build around. She like just helps both teams do the tasks that she wants. Uh, that that need want. to get done. Yeah. Yeah, she facilitates she can, very well. Yeah, that, that I like that a lot. I I mean, I just like her how she just basically, um, she isn't the best at everything, but she can do basic. She can do so much, yeah. especially especially offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, she can do everything you need uh, a character to do offensively, and then she's got a little bit of control if she if you don't want to throw something into something else she can just throw the character away mm-hmm. and uh and there you go she can um she can avoid giving the enemy power if uh, if that's the route to victory that you're looking at taking during the match mm-hmm. so yeah hmm. but yeah i th- i think these two actually go together really well uh, I, I just I guess like the thought with dual affiliation is just like when would you use one and when would you use another? I think uh yeah, so what do you think? So it's for me it is uh because of the Weapon X leadership, I think they are a little bit more mobile for like D's and stuff as an aggressive team. 
Yeah, I, that's. Uh, I was thinking that too. You spread them they're spread out more. They can kind of handle it a lot of this uh, a little on their own a little bit because they got healing factor, and uh, and and they they just have enough punch in each of their kits to really just take a character from zero to dead uh, in their one activation. Mm-hmm. Which is something Valkyrie has. She can really if if. You leave her alone in the wrong situation, she can kill someone between throw, attack, attack. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, she, uh, she, I can see, yeah, exactly. She can definitely do that, especially characters that are like her equivalent threat or lower. Um, she can just mess them up pretty bad. And, and yeah, punching up, uh, she can punch up really well too. Mm-hmm. She does have only physical attacks. So when I, I mean, when I'm looking across the board as to what someone brought, I mean, I wouldn't put her against, uh, like, uh, I don't know, like a Colossus or a Steve Rogers uh, characters yeah. if I can help it. But if they're putting down, um, if they're just putting down a three, like another a character that has similar defenses, like maybe like a Star Lord or something. Oh, um, yeah, she eats a Star Lord like, alive. Yeah. Or a Baron, yeah, she can really mess that up. A Baron Mordell, oh, he's having a bad day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's he's not activating that round if, <laughs> if uh, she has anything to do about it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, so, let's talk crises. Alright, well then, I guess it's like, it's which one, which team would we, uh, which team would we be favoring, I guess, if we're looking at secures... Um, would we would we be wanting to play Weapon X primarily? In which case, I think we would go with wider secures. Mm-hmm. Uh, or would we? Or would you? What do you think about playing um, C secures and 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 uh, going for this um, midline attack team? So it's. I think we go. Okay, here here's a take. I think we go uh, secures for Criminal Syndicate. Uh, extracts for Weapon X. Yeah, the, I I can see that because the Weapon X is mobile and and uh and we can and we can pivot to that team if they're if they're playing on our secure on our uh, extracts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we can yeah I I I'm seeing I, I agree with that. So uh when I see midline, I mean there's three there's there's a few C secures, mm-hmm. but. Um, there's a few of them. I mean, there's three of them that like come to mind instantly for me, uh, uh, for basically trying to force the other team to commit to the midline. So we get our free attacks off on round one. And that is, uh, intrusions. It's Terrigen Miss and it's Mayor Fisk. That is the exact set that I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just makes a lot of sense. Uh, the other option would be sword base. Yeah. Um, but I, um so we're playing at 14 though i am not sure what uh 14 is always kind of risky yeah um and we not we don't i mean it's not guaranteed to play at 14 like our opponent might choose whatever their if we choose our secures they might choose their the threat of their extract mm-hmm. um i don't know like i i'm so i have not thought i mean uh, playing sword base might be interesting because we have we get pushed and our characters might not mind it as much because because a lot of them can get their way back in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but 
I uh, lately I've been basically going as high threat as possible, and that's I've been having the most fun doing that. So I I like uh, playing a sixteen, a nineteen, and a twenty threat yeah. uh, team. So it's just like you have more characters on the board, and uh, and you just get you just more attacks and more dice. It's uh, that's how I, that's that sounds like fun to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, for extracts, we talked about one already, and I think even for weapon X, I think we go for hammers. Yeah, um so it is it does kind of fall um it synergizes with these characters which are all trying to hit the midline attacks on round 1 because the hammers two of the hammers are on the midline. Yep. Uh so I like that and uh hammers uh, I mean hammers is just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh you get to roll more dice and so you're doing more damage and then so that your characters can spend more power. Um so yeah, uh, uh, that hammers hammer seems hammer seems good to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one I think of when I think Weapon X is cubes. Okay, yeah, uh, I I'm seeing that right away because of healing factor. As yeah. I'm guessing is what you're thinking of. They're uh-huh. they're taking the cube damage. They're getting the extra power, or sorry, they're getting the extra power from the cube. But then when they take the damage. Um, if they get to activate, they um, they will then heal that at the end of their turn. So it is kind of like negating the negatives of the cube damage, but getting the benefits. And, okay, uh, it also helps set up Call the Pack. Okay, um, which, uh, what does that card do? Uh, so... When an allied weapon character removes damage from itself, it may pay two power to play this card. So, you're nightly getting the extra power to hit that two threshold to pay, and the damage that for you to remove with healing factor off of cube. Right, um, yeah. The character that played this card advances short. Then all allied characters within three of it may advance short towards the character that played this card. Yeah. So you um you can really protect your uh your extract carriers. I can imagine you having three extra three cubes, and it's like you need just you all you need to do is defend that lead for one more round or for the round that you're in, and you've like locked in the game. So you just you move your characters away from uh, the danger. You then take the damage. You trigger the ability, and all your other characters that also have cubes can also move away from the danger and uh and you kind of like uh you maybe you're locking in a game like that it could just win you the game that card yeah yeah that's and then obviously of course like avengers assemble and to me my x-men are very strong uh, affiliated cards that grant movement um and uh, like with uh with avengers and x-men and so of course uh, another card that can do that um but inside Weapon X, like yeah, that's not, I like I like the synergy there with cubes. Like it's already a strong card, and, and cubes gets you gives you a little more control over when you can play it. So that's that's great. Mm-hmm. The question is on that third uh, extract. Yeah, I uh, the, the extract the extracts are the ones that are always just like give me problems when I'm trying to build. Because there's never one that's like um, exactly like the other two. It feels like, mm-hmm. and or like there's a. It just you know. I feel like every list I build, it's like I've got two strong extracts, and then the one I have to compromise on. Whereas secures, uh, 
I've I haven't I don't feel that way usually as much just because there's a few more options I think. Um, so so I think some of that is a density issue. Uh, okay. we have uh nine extracts playable versus. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen secures playable. There are four more secures than extracts at this point. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm. I think I'll be like what the uh, the ten thousandth player to say we need more. We need a crisis mix up. Yeah. Um. But uh, there we go. I'm I'm number ten thousand. So uh, I'll be listening for the ten thousand and first player to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that I mean that would be great. But uh, in terms of extract, I um, if we're looking for a team, we let's see, we want we have a team that's mobile on our extracts are pretty mobile. Mm-hmm. We've got Valkyrie with her charge, and we've got Sabretooth with his leap, and Logan with his placing within one. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I, I maybe maybe a single extract might be the way to go here. Or. Um, what do you think? Spider infected. We don't care about getting moved as much as other people. Mm, yeah, yeah. I see that. Just like I was saying about sword base, the yeah. uh, the getting the pushed. Um, yeah, because Logan's still gonna. If we're playing on Weapon X or we're playing with Logan in Shadowlands, like, um, he's still gonna get his two attacks off probably because he'll still be within range three of the enemy, and um, because he's he's usually gonna be within range one of an enemy because of his attacks, and so getting pushed. Uh, short away um maybe you even place him when you place him within one you place him in a spot where he really can't be pushed anywhere well so it's an advance if i remember correctly. oh it's an advance oh oh yeah yeah, yeah my advance. bad okay either way uh if you're placed within one of a character another character they can advance you short and you're still within three yeah of that character mm-hmm. um so so yeah, the ice and then Valkyrie charge. Sabretooth got it. His, it just um, he still has his pounce yep. uh, type ability and primal pounce. And yeah, I mean yeah, it's all spiders. Uh, they don't matter as much. I, I I can totally see that. So I think that uh, it also synergizes well with with Shadowlands, right? Because yep. we want having more extracts on the board means that we're. Uh, it means that we get more opportunities to reroll dice. So, I think that having these four, these uh, four objectives on hammers and then five on cubes and spiders, uh, it does seem like we've got answers on each of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this. One thing that I always like worry about um, it, when I'm building a list is can what happens if my opponent. Um, kind of tries to tries to take the middle extract or take an extract lead, and then uh, basically protect that on one of the secure points, so that they're maintaining prior, they're maintaining um, parity scoring wise or close to it, and um, but they're all but they're doing it all protected or protecting each other or kind of grouped up, uh, supporting each other, and. Uh, and how do I defeat that? And I think that really the answer most of the time is going to be you have to basically um, you have to collapse on their position as quickly as possible, mm-hmm. or you need to have high volume of fire um, to be able to kind of chew through their team before they can score out. Yeah. And I think that uh, I think that we've got quite a few options, and we're kind of got some flexibility here to 
to kind of pivot a little bit one way or the other. We so have I, such yeah. mobility. Yeah, I'm seeing that the spender on X23 means she's got that medium move and and uh, charges and and the leaps, electro leap and pounce from Sabertooth. Also, honey Craven. badges, honey badges, spender. Uh, all the uh on your left from Steve charges. Uh, you get your baton strike on Shadowlands Daredevil that does the kind of a charge compression. Yeah, that's right. The the baton snare. I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's um, yeah, and uh, <laughs> in my experience, you also have like the hardest hitting character in the game, which is the grunts. I don't know about you, but oh, my yeah. ninja grunts just like they uh, they are just monsters with the dice. <laughs> go ninja, go ninja, go. Now is going to be the hard part, though. Tactic cards. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, I don't know. Do you want to talk about restricted cards? What our options are there? Well, so there's one card we have to get in first. Okay. Uh, which is, are you sure you want to remember, which is the Leadership for Weapon X. All right, yeah. That would be uh, pretty important to the, the whole kit here. Yes. Um... So, I generally go uh, affiliated, character-specific, then uh, restricted. I I don't think we're going to have much generic room in this one, but we shall see. Yeah, that's that's usually the case when you're trying to have two game plans kind of meshed together. Yes. Uh, Um, Yeah. So, Valkyrie does not have a card, so we don't need to worry about that. That's right. Um, So, let's start with the Criminal Syndicate cards. Which... Okay. Well, I mean, there's one that I think like is always going to be strong with Shadowlands, and that's all according to plan. Yep. I think that's almost always like a card that uh, you bring when you're bringing a criminal syndicate team. Mm-hmm. The other card that I have liked, I mean, there's a few cards in here, and they're actually, there might be, uh, there's a, let's see here, the first one is No Mercy, that I, uh, when you daze a character, you get three power on that character. Yep. and. Um, that that might be good for Electra to fuel her spender because she doesn't generate power um, like other characters. Well, or it it could work on unaffiliated characters. Like No Mercy yep. can be played if Valkyrie gets a daze. She can play that card and gain three power. The other option with that card is uh because of because it's would daze an enemy character, not when you actively daze an enemy character. So timing window. Let's have a chat. You can uh, okay. <laughs> If you are playing X-23 as your second splash, when X-23 dazes someone, you can play this card, gain three power, and then comes the trigger for her frenzy. Oh, wow. That is that is important because of the relevant discussions that have come up in the last month or so about that trigger and window. Yes, because uh, wh- it's yeah. when this ally character would daze an enemy character rather than when this does daze an enemy character. Yeah, that's um. What well, let's let's hear the lately or this came up recently in uh, rules discussions that uh, if X twenty three doesn't have the power to play to pay for frenzy while when she does the damage, um, she uh she can't frenzy, but uh because she gains the power from adamant adamantium slash after the effects are resolved, which is a timing window past the point where damage was already done. Mm-hmm. 
And so you're saying that No Mercy um, has the time, same timing window as when the character is uh, no. is getting dazed? So this actually or, had the timing window before they get dazed. Would uh, yeah, because they. Yeah, I see that. Um, so <laughs> this cool. is I have asked this on the rules form right when it came out because I was playing Carnage. And I right, in, right. in Shadowlands Daredevil. And so I'm like, hey, so if I spend down with Carnage, say, using my spend of the AoE attack. Yeah. And then I day someone, can I play this and paint the town red? And they're like, yeah. Yeah. I see that. That's this. The timing of No Mercy is uh, is perfect for um, for frenzy, uh, frenzy characters. Yeah. Which means they are terrifying. <laughs> In Shadowlands, yeah, yeah, I like I like that. Great, you've. Uh, I mean, I was already I already like this card in affiliation, and you've just like sealed the deal. It's uh, it's great, especially if you're bringing X twenty three, and I mean, Valkyrie loves the power. Yep. Uh, Cap Cap loves the power. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like Electra there's so many characters it. here. Yeah, they all all these characters love that can do so much with extra three power. Like imagine yeah. getting like the like oh man, uh, claw slashing or something with. Apex Predator, and then getting like if you're splashing him in Daredevil, and then it's like mm-hmm. you do a couple of damage, but then you get boom, you get three more power. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's uh, that's powerful. It's a, it's it just it works so well on this list. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think we should include it. So um, none of the other Criminal Syndicate cards really jump out to me as like necessary, and when you're dual affiliating, you really have to go from. Good to necessary yeah, on your attack card pit. I do. I agree, but I do want to just say one synergy thing about uh, that Shuriken uh, Arashi. I think that's what it's called from uh-huh. Daredevil. It's uh, because if like, and and it's not. I've only theorized like and tried to map out like this card um, when I was when I was playing with uh, char- two characters at the same time that use grunts because it's a uh, controlled way to remove move uh the grunts on your on your team um because after the attack you pay two power on daredevil and the ninjas the attack is a 10 dice attack and they get to advance their character away and if they're not in line of sight or if they're if they have cover you don't roll as many dice Mm -hmm. but anyway the point is that after the attack is done uh you um the ninjas go away. And so if you're playing Electra and Daredevil together, it's a way to like move the ninjas from one side of the board uh, to the other uh, on your terms, rather than having the opponent having to daze them or sorry, KO the ninjas. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I mean, if, uh, if we were playing a solo criminal syndicate Daredevil list, I, and we're running Electra, I think we, that card fits, but we'll see, uh, we'll see how much wiggle room we have. I don't know if it's worth, yeah. uh, if it makes the nine, nine plus leadership. Let me give you some jank. <laughs> uh, you, so when you play Shriek and Arashi and your opponent moves, that is an advance, which means if they end their advance within range of a piece of terrain, you can, uh, Tricks and Tweets, I'm pretty sure, the Green Goblin ability to blow up terrain. Yeah, I, I like and And, of course, Goblin is a... Uh, criminal Syndicate affiliated. Criminal Syndicate, yeah. And he uh, Goblin loves the reroll to hit the wild triggers. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that's uh, <laughs> that's that's pretty cool. I, the only thing is that they get to advance 
um, they get to control the advance, so if, uh, they might be able to get away from that, but maybe it's unavoidable. Uh, and it, they're basically choosing a bad, uh, right? They're probably in a situation where they're choosing the better of two bad situa- bad outcomes. Either they don't move, and they get hit with a 10-dice attack, or they do move and they get c- collision damage first. And, and that might even remove by... the cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that might remove the cover that they were hoping to uh, hoping to uh, hide and uh, and create the lower the dice pool. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a, I like that. Uh-huh. Um, so also uh, a thing that I uh, realized. Uh, where did the Weapon X leadership go? Um, because uh, additionally, when an ally character is dazed or KO'd, you gain a memory. So. The ninjas, whenever they die, give you a memory. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't think about that. There's no, uh, there's no non-grunt uh, errata or anything yet. Um, nope. um interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe there will be, but uh, that's uh, so far. That sound, that sounds great to me. Yeah. It's similar with convocation, right? Where as long as if the ninjas can disappear, they get their books back. Yep. So, uh, so that's cool that you can trigger the memory, the memory option. It means you can, um, I'm just trying, now I'm like in my mind, I'm trying to think of like, oh, how does this work on turn one? But, uh, but, um, it's, uh, it's, it's complicated that way because you're already going to start at your maximum limit of memory tokens. Yep. So it may be not turn, maybe it's not a turn one thing, but, um, it's a good that recursive is, value thing as you go later into the game. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, if you give your if you give your grunts an objective, I uh, get a VP, or if they happen to have one, it's like they might attack them. Mm-hmm. Um, can you? I guess can you use the leadership on the grunts? No, uh, because it's only weapon X characters oh, okay. that can that's benefit right. from the leadership. Right, that's right. Uh, it's a um, bit of a weird leadership overall, but I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like the characters a lot, and the leadership I've not played with, so I'm. Uh, I'm unsure, but I'm I'm hearing people I'm I'm reading and hearing people talk about that it's uh that it's uh it's good or like it's good or it's got it's got play. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to get, to get the models um and uh, and play and try it myself. Yeah, and then we talked a little bit about call the pack. I think that is also a really good card. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. And then Wolverine has a. Uh, Wolverine has a card for himself that uh, is, um, that is that looks pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? I need to get some air. I believe it's called. Let's see. I don't know all of these cards yet off the <laughs> top of my head, so give me a second. Uh, yeah, yeah. Also, Gotta... not quite an affiliate. Not quite affiliated. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's right. But we need to talk about uh, exceptional healing. Oh yeah, except I mean that's a that seems like a no brainer here when you've got two, you got four powerful four characters in the list that are going to be using, uh, healing that have healing factor. Yeah, uh, I mean it's just like what is the what is the Asgard equivalent? Yeah. Um, what's that called? If uh, no, Odin's blessing. Odin's blessing. Yeah, for four of your characters, and they don't even have to be in an affiliate in a certain affiliation to be able to play the card. Um. It's uh, it's a great card. I mean, it's, there's a reason why people even have will have one character with character with healing factor and bring the card. So yeah. having four is uh, is just is a great reason to bring it. Oh yeah, 
uh, it's got to get some air. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what it was. Which is when any character ends in advance or is placed within two of an allied Logan the Wolverine. After the effect is resolved, Logan and Wolverine may play this card. Logan the Wolverine advances his speed away from the character that triggered this effect. He may not contest objective tokens this round. Yeah, so if he's running away... So he just can't contest objectives, so he can still be holding them. He yep. can doesn't make him drop them. He just... It basically just means he can't pick up... Um, can he interact with objectives? So he can, can he still, still pick interact. up an extract? He this just can't... Super can't scary uh, on pay-to-flips. Yeah, um, are you saying because he can still he can still pay to f- do a pay to flip because yes. he's interacting with it and not contesting it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that is uh, he just so it's really just like the only downside is on secures that you um, that you're you need to secure yeah that you need to be within one of. Uh, yeah, so I mean, uh, and of course, like if he's holding an extract already, um, then. It's uh, then he just gets the free move out of there mm-hmm. to um, so you really are stopping a lot of attacks. And if he's already sitting on a secure, um, the character that moves towards him, like, I mean, there's if they need to win that VP, they need to get within two of him because he's on the secure. So um, being in a spot where you can uh, you can just like move your character out of danger. Uh, they might get the VP there, but maybe you're holding a VP, or maybe yeah, so uh, you're keeping him alive. Maybe he hasn't activated yet, and uh, and he you're keeping him alive so that he can smash, he can just smash them back and and oh, daze yeah. them, and then and then there go there goes so, yeah. I mean, so this card keeping your characters alive is uh very important, especially for games that last beyond three turns, mm-hmm. and uh, and so this is a great way to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I like the card. So there are two uh, unaffiliated, non-restricted cards I want to bring up. Okay. Uh, the first one we talked about a little bit earlier, and that's no matter the cost. Yeah. I mean, with healing factor, it means the the price we pay on no matter the cost is uh, significantly less. And I think so... the exchange rate was already really good. Yeah, it are it is it is good, especially if you're like a great time to play that card is when you're not gonna if you daze that enemy character, you're not gonna get clap back on it, uh-huh. and so you're it's okay to take the the extra damage or two on your character because it means they're losing an entire activation for the rest of the game. Like especially if you're KOing them, there. Mm-hmm. So getting the extra punchiness on your attacks uh, by spending damage. Uh, and then sometimes healing it back depending on your character. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it seems it's definitely a, a pick for the list. I think. And then the best unrestricted card, in my opinion, no matter the uh, not no matter the cost, uh, mission objective. <laughs> yeah, um, mission objective. Yeah, I mean that's just like that. That card should be played in nearly every list. Mm-hmm. I uh, it's incredibly strong, especially on multi extract options because you have a very high likelihood of being able to play it during mm-hmm. those games. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a card that can win games, so I totally agree with that. And then that just leaves us OT Restricted, and uh, I have an opinion about at least one of them. Yeah, um, I, uh, I'm i pretty open. I mean, I don't really have anything other than, like, I usually staple br- Brace for Impact to, like, every one of on my lists, and... Um, 
the 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 problem that I'm seeing in my mind is that Shadowlands would like sacrifice, but I'm not sure exactly what the Weapon X would like. So what do you think? Uh, I think a card that both Shadowlands and Weapon X likes is Follow Me. Yeah, I I like I like that right. You the Follow Me the clear Follow Me play with Daredevil is you play all according to plan to steal priority. You then activate a. Uh, you basically you might have had to spend all of your power on all of your criminals, but you pay. Um, you then activate an unaffiliated character that will still be power loaded. Ideally, they get to go. Then you get to follow me into a criminal or another, any other character that you have on the board within three, mm-hmm. and boom, you've just gotten two activations, <laughs> um, and uh, and hopefully made a significant impact on the board. So well, so the one that I've always done. Um, is kind of the reverse. It is uh, play follow me, uh, and uh, from an unrestricted in uh, a non uh, criminal syndicate into a criminal syndicate character, um, and take out a bunch of characters, and then when they come back up after the follow me play and want priority, <laughs> then you all according to plan. Yeah, yeah, I see that. The um, uh, when you get to all according to plan. Um, when you get to play all according to plan after you've had a, uh, a great turn, it's just like, I, it's, um, it, it's like demoralizing your opponent. Like they just yeah. like, it's just so brutal. It can be so absolutely brutal because the characters, uh, will have just basically had not been able to activate at all. They just get killed and then they're already down thread and then you just clean up. And at that point you're, you're, the game is like usually in your favor quite a bit yeah uh and then finally uh we talked about base for impact i think that is a really solid choice because we have a lot of size three or size three adjacent people yeah x23 uh being thrown like a size three and and wolf and, and wolverine uh, saber tooth uh, is wolverine size three Whoa, uh, does he have that ability uh yes he has he the adamantium yeah. skeleton yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah. Um, but then, like, just even if they're um, not being thrown into each other, it just, like, prevents the size four yeah. buildings and terrain. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, like, decimating your team. Shadowlands, he's uh, he can deal with those uh, physical and energy attacks uh, pretty well. Um, but the size four throw... Um, is just brutal for Shadowlands without yeah. Brace. He just mm-hmm. he'll he just melts. Uh, he loses like half his health, like for sure, uh, pretty much. Yeah. Cool. Um. So we have a roster at this point. Uh. Let's let's quickly go over it and see if we want any tinker changes because this is quite a dense list. All right. Uh. So we have Valkyrie, of course, because that's who was highlighting this episode. Then we have Shadowlands Daredevil, Craven the Hunter, Electra, Steve Rogers, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Logan the Wolverine, X-23, Honey Badger, and Sabretooth Apex Predator. Yeah, I, I like that. Uh, the Here's the one weakness, or like one thing I'm, I'm worried about, is that, um, is that we don't have enough criminals that generate power quickly. Uh, so I think we need to... Uh, we need to get rid of. We might need to cut Steve here, is what I, I is what my mind is thinking. Um, okay. 
Like, what do you what do you think? Do you think that I, just with having Electra doesn't want to spend her power on all according to plan, and Craven and Shadowlands can. Craven um, builds up power surprisingly quickly. With his uh, his, he can go to seven dice with power generating attack. And he always is getting two. Re- he's getting one weevil always, and most of the time getting a second weevil. Right, right. Um, and he- can we get can we get to can we get to ten power on these two characters by turn three, or t- by the beginning of turn three? It- I, I'm I'm I would be wor- I'm just worried about that. Is really uh- very fair. That that is a fair thing. I'm also I've been willing to spend off of Electra because I I'm very much of the opinion that you only go for Electra's spender when that turn after she flips. Right. The rest right. of the time I think her builder is actually one of the better things you can do in the game. Uh yeah. builder wise. And she and martial prowess. So she's generally sitting on two to three that I'm willing to spend down off of. Okay. I, I see that. I uh um, I see that. I I agree with what you're saying, and I now I see uh, her sp- her power. What I, I can't call it a power generating attack. Her throwing blades, um, is is incredibly strong. Yeah. So and you're getting the if you're playing your criminal, you're getting the reroll. It's like almost feeling like it's very similar to Doctor Strange's, mm-hmm. um, who gets the who gets the full reroll everything ability, but it's the same. It's a Mystic five dice, range three, wild pierce, uh, but she gets the ninjas to tack onto it if they're not there. Yeah. Um. So, um. Yeah. She can. She. I can see that. I can see her, just spending the few power she has. So, um. I and I don't really have an answer, a substitute. So I think the yeah. list. I I like the list as it okay. is. Cool. And then for tactics cards, we have. Are you sure you want to remember? Which I love that name. <laughs> Uh, all according to plan, no mercy, call the pack, exceptional healing, gotta get some air, no matter the cost, mission objective, follow me, and brace for impact. Then secures we have intrusions open across city as seals collapse, mayor fisk vows to find missing witnesses, and terrigen clouds sweep over city. Then for extracts we have fear grips world as worthy terrorized city, struggle for the cube continues, and spider infected invade Manhattan. Yeah, that sounds. Uh, I like the list. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. And Valkyrie fits in with, uh, with either with whatever plans that uh, that you're going to be going with that game. I think she's very, she's a very uh, versatile piece, or and she can or she can attack twice in a round every yeah. time, pretty much, and that's what you want in both of these lists. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes th- three times, like you mentioned. So yeah, I, this uh, this is cool. I like this list, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try it out. Fantastic, and let me know how it goes, because I'm always interested to hear how these lists end up. So yeah. Awesome, yeah, will do. If people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? I have a YouTube channel. Um, it's just Mr. Sheik, uh, and you can find me on the Discords. I and uh, I'm, and that's pretty much it. I mean, I'm not very super active on there until unless I'm like in actively in in the league. I just like to sit back and watch, but um, I am there. So if you ever have any, if you want to ever do any list uh, breakdowns or talk strategy, I love talking about openings, 
and what to do on turn one and two and and how to beat certain lists is is like my favorite thing to do in this game and how to brainstorm against certain lists with the list that you have and um so i'm always open to do that if anyone ever reaches out mm-hmm. and yeah so i mean that's pretty much that's pretty much it i've uh check out my youtube channel to, play, to watch my league games and watch me uh get destroyed in this in season nine <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, Curtis, who is uh, he lives a couple hours away, but he's on in a, another Ontario, uh, Canada player, and he's currently in the league. I hope he does really well, and uh, I'm rooting for him. So. Yeah, and I hear a couple of the Ontario people are coming down for LVO. Last I heard. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I have to. I'll have to check back with them. But yeah, I, I know that there's a few uh, Canadians that are going to be making the trip. Yeah. I I'm hoping that I could get to, um, uh, Adepticon. But um, I'm gonna. I'll have to make that decision when the tickets come on sale. But yeah, it's uh, it's always really cool. I mean, it's it's cool to be able to catch up with players that you like play with online and yeah and uh. Yeah, so I'm, uh, I, I'm, yeah, that's, uh, that's cool. Hopefully they, the, uh, hopefully they make it out to LVO. Yes, I will be at LVO. I'm helping run some stuff. Awesome! So, yeah. I can't wait to see, uh, see the which which uh, person wins the invitational. That's, yes. uh, it's, uh, it's really cool that we that there's such a, an event that has like obviously great players because m- most of them will have had to win an event to even play in that event mm-hmm. and so um yeah I, i'm excited to see what lists make it far into the game it's always really cool to see uh, the results of a big event we've just had a major shake-up <laughs> yeah no kidding with malekith uh with malekith now being changed it's really uh this is this is the part of the the game the gaming part of it that i love the most is is like the the scramble. Everyone kind of like is now like in a complete scramble, like with like what is going to be the best, and um and it's going to take a couple of months at least. Hopefully more. It would be great if it took a long a long time to well, figure out like which teams or which lists um will have the best success mo- most often. Well, so here's the big thing because we are getting Rhino plus it seems two other characters. And the Web Warriors pack that looks to be buffing Core Parker all before LVO alongside Weapon X on top of all these small adjustments. <laughs> yeah, it's um it's weird because like a month ago, it was just like, uh, when is like when is there gonna be a shift in the meta? Uh it's like it feels like there's there's elements of it that are getting stale, and now there's like a month later, <laughs> less than a month later, it's like it, it just feels like uh someone like opened the door and let a bunch of fresh air in. Yeah. No. And, uh, and, uh, so it's, uh, it's cool. It's, it's fun. I actually have been running a really fun list, um, lately. That is, uh, it's like the Avengers black order is what I'm like, kind of like calling it my mind where I'm running Steve Thor and Thanos with uh mind power. And, uh, it's Thor when he's got that extra two dice on his Ferrazgard just like feels awesome and uh, uh... <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I would recommend anyone uh, give that a try. Seventeenth threat, so it feels pretty good. Um, and uh, you get to just uh, Thor gets to feel awesome. Yeah. 
So yeah, and if you wanted to reach out to me, you can do so. I am Alexa White on all the MCP discords, Egypt on the non-MCP discords. Uh, you can find me, uh, you can support the show at patreon.com slash Alexa White, where you get a bunch of cool bonus episodes. Recently, I did an episode w- about Casablanca with the wonderful, wonderful Agoose. Uh, there may also be other bonus episodes up by the time this episode comes out, so just check out the Patreon for that. And we are getting into list season, and there's going to be a bunch of lists this year because I have a bunch of things I want to talk about. Um... So yeah, so expect all of that, and I hope, uh, and it is fantastic. Uh, and then if you want to email the show, you can do so at morlocksmcp at gmail.com. And then every Saturday morning at twitch.tv slash games, you can see me doing Arkham Horde, the, uh, the card game design stuff. So yeah, thank you very much for coming on. Thanks, Lexa. And keep experimenting. <laughs>